Welcome to Balance 365 Life Radio, a podcast that delivers honest conversations about food, fitness, weight, and wellness. I'm your host, Annie Breeze, along with Jennifer Campbell and Lauren Kosky. We are personal trainers, nutritionists, and founders of Balance 365. Together, we coach thousands of women each day and are on a mission to help them feel healthy, happy, and confident in their bodies on their own terms. Join us here every week as we discuss hot topics pertaining to our physical, mental, and emotional well-being with amazing guests. Enjoy. If you're like Lauren Jenneri, mornings can leave you feeling a little frazzled. Whether you wake up to an alarm clock or, like mine, your alarm clock has two legs, stinky morning breath, needs a diaper change, and is demanding breakfast, mornings can often feel chaotic, and adding one more thing to your AM to-do list might not sound so doable. But on today's episode, career coach and productivity specialist Mackenzie Chilton shares a short and sweet morning routine that is scientifically backed to amplify positivity in the brain and optimize productivity throughout the rest of your day. Because let's be honest, the first hour of your day can really affect the tone for what follows. Plus, this only takes 20 minutes and you can include your whole family if you wish. After chatting with Mackenzie on today's episode, Lauren and I have already started to change the way we start our mornings and I think after listening, you might be excited to explore it as well. I'm excited to share that we've got a super sweet freebie for you. You can download and print this routine and habit tracker off at www.balance365life.com forward slash episode 48. Mackenzie, welcome to Balance 365 Life Radio. Thanks for joining us. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me, gals. I'm so excited to have you because we are going to talk about morning routines. Lauren, you're with us today. Do you have a morning routine, Lauren? No. Well, I try to implement one and my son just doesn't cooperate. So I'm, I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. And to be honest, like, I know that I like everybody do this routine, but I'm super not perfect at it. it, And like my morning routine is coffee, (laughs) non-negotiable. I can get on board with that. that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anything beyond that, I'm just like, these are enhancing things, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I, I like I can totally get on board with that. You're not like a do this or die, comply or die. It's like a, these are going to make your day better. But um, before we like get into that, can you tell us how you got into morning routines? Yes. So I'm a career coach now um, at Love Your Mondays, and my background is in psychology. So my I feel like my story is not super unique um, in the way that a lot of people have experienced kind of like my past, um, but my education is kind of unique. So I typical like went from high school right to university um, and I didn't know what I wanted to do, which I feel like is a common theme for however old you are, 18 when you go to university. It's still mind boggling to me that we're supposed to like have that figured out. I know we're babies, right? (laughs) Yeah. And then I had taken psychology all the way through and I've always been super fascinated in people's behavior and, you know, why people do things, what's the motive behind it. Um, And then I took this really awesome class in fourth year and it was forensic psych. And I thought forensic meant death. Same. (laughs) Same, right? Uh, Yeah. It means like the the study of law. So it's anything to do with law and psychology. Um, so the, cause at first I was like, how am I going to like analyze dead people? (laughs) 
but it's anything essentially with crime and psychology. So that's like the psychology of policing or jury selection or serial killers or mass homicide. And those are the things that I focused on um, because I, I really found it fascinating how, how people could behave so differently than the norm, essentially. Mm -hmm. Then I worked in the prison system here in Canada um, for three years. And I, I absolutely love that job, like dream job. So I felt very lucky. I still feel very lucky to have experienced um, like a dream job in, that, in a way um, because I felt like I was helping people that nobody wanted to help. And I was getting um, like real progress with these like very violent criminals. Um, but then I got laid off. Ah, Yeah. So budget cuts, they cut our funding. Um, and I got laid off and I was like, what do I do with my life? Um, so I started using the psychology I had and I went into, I worked in uh, management for a while and combined those two things and started Love Your Mondays. And so with that became like learning about all these like productivity things and how to be your best self and a lot of, um, I call them like behavioral enhancements or motivators, right? And so that's where the morning routine kind of slid in because I'm not, I don't like, I don't thrive on routine. I have like a balance of like, like the chaos a little bit because it's creative for me. And, um, but I also like cycle back to like really needing a morning routine sometimes. <laughs> Fascinating. I, um, all of my like side note, uh, murder mystery uh, podcasts, like memories are coming back to my like, oh, I wonder what she thinks of that, which we'll have to chat about later. <laughs> so yes, I was thinking of a lot of I was thinking of the murder podcasts and like the crime shows and Orange is the New Black. I'm like, yeah, let's just talk about that stuff. <laughs> so honestly, like, have you seen um, Mindhunter? When he goes in, it's like, it's on, well, it's on our Netflix. I think our Netflix is different than yours in the States, but he like goes into prisons in the seventies and he's the term, he's the guy that came up with the term serial killer. But that was like essentially my job for a while. So talk to these. Yeah. It's great. And now you're on a podcast helping women with their routines in the morning. Right. (laughs) It's all, but it's all connected. In, That's in a some, cycle. Yeah. Yes. In some it's all behavioral, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, you have uh, a routine because this, this is what you do now. You help people with productivity and starting their day um, on a little bit more positive note, as you said, like enhancing their day, enhancing their morning. Uh, you have your own routine that you've shared with other people, which is actually how you got connected to us because I think Jen found your morning routine and was like, oh, let's talk about this because um, so many women, I think, listening, myself included, are in the mornings, especially trying to get themselves ready, get kids ready, manage schedules, and it it can feel like chaos and you're just like clawing your way through it and it's just like survival mode. Um, but there are some benefits to creating some routine, regardless of, I know you were going to get into some elements of the routine that you would recommend, but, um, there is some science about benefits of routine, right? Yeah. I mean, it's structure, right? So, um, it's like a repeatable behavior that we can, um, kind of eventually do without necessarily thinking about it. That gives us structure and flow, especially in the morning for, setting the tone for the rest of your day. Gosh, that sounds familiar, Lauren, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. does. We talk about habits all the time and how 
especially as busy women, our motivation and energy and time are just like commodities that are so precious to us. And if you can get into the habit of doing things or routine of doing things, you can hopefully find yourself in a position where you don't have to exert large amounts of willpower and motivation and determination and effort to get the results you want to get throughout your day or throughout your lifestyle or your fitness or your food or whatever it is we're talking about. Hopefully the idea is is that with some of your tips today, listeners can implement some of those elements to their morning and have a better day overall, right? I want to, like, I'm not a mom. I'm an auntie, I'm a loving auntie. Um, <laughs> but I do want to acknowledge that I understand that this isn't maybe something that can be implemented all at once or all together or consistently every day. And so I actually met Jennifer in person. Um, and then she was watching my stories where I was talking about this routine on Instagram. And she was like, listen, when I get up in the morning, it's like a truck ran over the cereal bowl and I spilt coffee everywhere and I have three kids and it's not happening. And I was like, okay, fair. (laughs) It's kind of like, well, what kind of routine do you have when you wake up to a child screaming at you every day? And I, I do really like morning routines and I try my best, but I just have to remind myself like a lot of times it doesn't happen or it doesn't happen consistently like I would like it to. And I have to remind myself that like this is a season of my life and it's not going to be this way forever. And so I just have to do my best and let that be okay and realize that I'm not going to probably get my morning routine every day until my kids are older. And like there's just maybe you have some tips for me, but um it may just be like, that's how it has to be for now. Yeah. And I honestly, I really like that aspect of looking at it through a non-judgmental lens, right? Because some people will be like, well, I should, I should, I should. and Or if I can't do this routine start to finish perfectly all day, every day, then I'm not going to do any of it. And I'm guessing you would say like, pick what you can do. Pick what you can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pick what you can do and find find space, even if it's throughout the day, even if you complete these because it's 23 minutes total. Um, so when I was talking to Jennifer, I was like, involve your kids in the morning if you can um, for certain things, depending on the age, obviously. But Yeah. Well, now you're, it's like 23 minutes. It's like, okay, let's get, let's get going. Now I'm like, my interest is peaked. I, even though I already, I've already know what's in your routine. I've looked it over, but I'm sure our listeners are like, okay, just tell us the routine. Just okay. tell us what it is. Yes. So tell us the secret. Um, okay. So what do you do? What you wake up and what do what? Well, I wake up, I used to be, I'm not going to use the words good or bad, but I used to just check my phone right away. Um, And I've tried to not do that because in my world, it just means I immediately have like a list of 10 things that I have to do. And it takes away from um, doing this. So I like to, um, what I say, set myself up for success. So I know um, that first thing in the morning, the only thing I have to do is the morning routine. And then I kind of continue on with my day. Um, so this routine, I didn't come up with, but I love it. It's science-based, which I'm a super fan of. <laughs> if you can tell, I'm kind of a, a nerd in that way. Um, so it's based on the work of Sean Acor, and he's a positive psychologist. Um, he has like a really, really funny TED Talk. I watched it this morning. We all have to link that in the show notes. He's super entertaining. Oh, I want to watch it. I really like positive psychology. I took a class on it once. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. And so for people that maybe haven't heard of positive psychology before, it's um, the focus is more on like future, it's future focused behavior, um, as opposed to a lot of other types of psychology that can be very diagnostic and past focused. Um, and it looks at kind of instead of when he talks about this in the TED talk, instead of looking at the average, he, he wants to look at those outliers. So those people that are operating at like a higher um, level of either happiness or ability to learn or um, whatever, whatever the marker is, they, they actually look at the outliers. Um, In hopes of moving everyone up with them. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you're, what are you doing well that everyone else can do well also so we can all do well together? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we can yeah. all do well yeah. instead of what happens a lot in like data science is that they try and figure out what the average is doing within a margin of error so they can prove it or disprove it. Yeah, and sharing is caring, right? So yeah. <laughs> um, so what he found was that these five things, and I'll highlight the one specific thing, if you can only do this one thing, then that's the thing that you should do. Um, but he found through his research that it over over 21 days, it'll change the wiring in your brain to make you happier, which is awesome, right? I'm in, I'm in for that. Into that. But what else he really, really drives home is that um, when we're happy, our brain operates at, a, at an, an up level. So as opposed to negative, neutral, or stressed. So right now you might just be, you know, neutral, um, which is better than being stressed, but you aren't able to think of creative solutions and your brain isn't operating at a, at a higher capacity like it does when it's happy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the morning routine. Um, so the first one is the thing, if you can only, only do this one, I suggest to people um, write down, we've all heard this kind of before, but write down three things that you're grateful for. Um, and get really specific with these things. So saying like, I'm really grateful for my friends is good, but say I'm really grateful for my friendship with Naomi because she always makes me laugh. And so we see how, mo how much more specific that is, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the benefit of doing this is that your brain, instead of noticing the negative things in the world first, it'll train itself to focus on the positive. Mm -hmm. Which I really like that because kind of circling back to uh, the contrast of opening your phone, the first thing, that, I mean, that's exactly what I do. I put on my glasses and I grab my phone from my nightstand, I unplug it, and I'm opening up email, I'm checking Instagram, yeah. and almost instantly I'm like, uh, like, it's just like this wave of like this cloud comes over me that's like, oh my gosh, look at all this I have to do, look at all this I have to respond to, and then here's this chick, she looks like she's just crushing it in the gym, and her, her kids already ate this healthy breakfast, and this girl already went for a run, and I'm feeling like I'm just, I'm already in catch-up mode. Before, I, before my feet even hit the ground, I'm already like, oh my god, I gotta get going. Mm -hmm. And your suggestion is like, don't touch the phone wake up and write down three things you're grateful, three specific things you're grateful for. So you start already, start focusing on the positive. On the positive, yeah. I really like that too because I think we know, I think we've talked about before, like the more you can, you got to create that neural pathway in your brain, right? Where like when you think a certain way, thoughts that are like that come easier to you. So like I always talk about it in – 
in like the like body image, right? Like you already have this neg. A lot of people have this negative thought process going and going and going, and thinking like one time one nicer thought about your body, it's gonna feel really hard. But the more that you do that, the more you strengthen those thoughts. So yeah, I think that's great, and I just see a lot of parallels with a lot of different um, elements to that. Mm-hmm. And like this, if anything, if this is the only thing that you can do, it still will improve your brain to be. Yeah. So. And that takes what? I mean, three, five minutes at the most. If that, I mean, some days might be a little bit easier. It might be come a little bit easier than others. But I mean, that's not a huge time investment. Hmm. And I think it's it's really interesting when you do it, especially for about 10 days, around the 10 day mark, you're like, well, I've already said all the things. Cause at first it's like, yeah. Oh, right. You know what I mean? And then after you're like, uh, I don't know this plant. Can I, can I repeat? (laughs) Um, but so then it becomes like a really kind of like fun exercise to try and find things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I just, on a really simple, like, way of looking at it. It's like the more you pay attention to this stuff, the more you tend to see it. It's just like um, the power of suggestion or whatever, you know, like someone or when you're pregnant, like (laughs) suddenly everyone's pregnant. It's like, um, (laughs) like you just, when you start looking for good stuff, the more good stuff, it just seems to naturally appear. Yeah. And that's what we want to focus on. And especially right as you're starting your day. Yeah. I love it. Okay, cool. What's next? Next step is um, journaling about one positive experience that you've had in the last 24 hours. Hmm. And so the science behind this is kind of that your brain is reliving that positive experience and your conscious brain can't tell the difference between a memory and between reality. And so we see this a lot in people that have post-traumatic stress disorder because they're reliving a, a terrible event, right? Um, and their brain doesn't know if it's real, if they're in a threat or not. And so we kind of want to capture that and flip it into um, reliving a positive experience. Interesting. So how much uh, do you have to journal or is that up to the individual? Like set a timer or just... Yeah. So I think it's like the first one. So the gratitude, write down three things is about three minutes. This one I do like just about two minutes. So even if it's like a cute older couple I saw when I was on my way to the ice cream store, you know, I'll I'll try and um, remember if it was raining outside, if there are any smells and you go through kind of all the senses. Um, Mm -hmm. And it can be that small as you witnessing like a loving glance between a really cute older couple or something like that. So it doesn't have to be a big thing that necessarily happened to you even. It could be your witnessing of an event, but just reliving like a, one of those warm and fuzzies, you know? Okay. Cause I'm over here thinking about like this, like dear diary journal entry, <laughs> like, <laughs> like four pages in your best handwriting where your hands I mean, start you to cramp. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, don't overthink it. Like it could be something that you don't witnessed. It. Okay. Yeah. And, and we want this to be like an easy yes, right? So like an easy behavioral habit that you can create for yourself. Got it. I love it. Um, the next piece is, um, so Sean Accord says exercise for 15 minutes. I say move for 15 minutes, any type of movement, because I feel like that feels less daunting. Um, 
So for me, like when I'm going to work out, it's like for 45 minutes to an hour and it's like a thing and I have to put the clothes on, I have to go, you know, I have to go out and do it. And that, that feels like a lot in the morning for me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, are you a Tim Ferriss fan at all? So have you seen him um, share his morning routine, I guess? I don't know if he has like a cooler name for it, but um, he he's – that's what it is. He probably has some like cool marketing probably. term it's for it. It's probably him, like but, super yeah. optimized and super – yeah. Yes. <laughs> like be 10 times cooler in the morning right. with yeah. these five things. <laughs> um, but he has something similar on there. He just says uh, do five to ten reps of something. And he notes that getting into his body, even if it's just for 30 seconds, affects his mood. And I think he noted um, in this particular article that he just does like push-ups right now. Like he he does 10 push-ups. And um, so, I, you know, maybe somewhere in between, you know, 10 push-ups and 15 minutes or whatever you can give. But just this idea that you're like just getting into your body, you're, you're priming your body, so to speak. You're exp- embodying your body um, can get some endorphins growing. Yeah, the endorphins going, it improves your like mind-body connection, which is such a real thing. Like it affects your intuition. It allows you to listen to your body when you're making decisions. Um, and it's teaching your brain that your actions matter. Right? Yes. So that's kind of the link. And that's what we're trying to get in the morning. So it doesn't have to be this daunting you know, I'm training for a marathon or, or whatever it is. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I feel like for people that maybe have kids, this is a way that you can incorporate, depending on the age of your kids, like have a dance party for 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Like yeah, how yeah. great would that be, you know, for your, <laughs> for your little guys in the morning? I think that would elevate everyone's mood, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it's, and it's um, not, again, goes back to not a huge time investment. I think we meet a lot of women that are in a spot in their lives where they're just saying no to exercise, period, because they can't commit what they feel is worthy of an exercise routine, you know, like 45 minutes to a half hour. So it's like, I can't do the whole thing. So it's just not good enough. I'm not going to do it all. Kind of, kind of what we were talking about in the beginning with routines. Like I can't do the whole routine, so I'm not going to do any of it. Um, but this is like just five to 10 minutes, like, you know, 15 minutes if you've got the time or whatever, but if you don't have 15 minutes, like five minutes is better than nothing. Exactly. And that's like one song. Like that's how I kind of do my things in the morning I'm like okay these are my three pump it up jams and that's about nine minutes or whatever it is right yeah Um, oh I love that I think it's good to to just like notice where your things are that you want to work on so when you were talking about the it seems daunting to go work out for 45 minutes um, that's me like I still have issues with consistent exercise because it seems like such a big deal by the time I like get sweaty and then I have to shower and um, so that's why I do like this in the morning um, because it is it's easy. Yeah. And you're still getting benefits of, of moving your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can, absolutely. Can we go back to what you said before? You said it trains your brain that your actions matter. Is that what you said? Yeah. Can you expand on what that means? Um, so it goes back to that mind-body connection, right? So if you're noticing differences slowly over time in say your energy or in your ability to focus, um, your brain will be like, okay, this, this matters. It matters that I do this. And so an alternative example to that is kind of, um, and I still do this sometimes, but someone said this to me and I don't know where I read it or saw it that when you hit the snooze button, 
you're essentially like lying to yourself first thing in the morning. Like so you're huh. teaching, right? And so, and I love this news, um, but you're teaching your brain that you can change your, change what matters in the morning right away. And that's how you're starting your day. And so someone said that to me and I was like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> so now I was like, okay, I don't want to lie to myself first thing in the morning. Um, but so this is kind of the reverse of that, that even if it's, um, so it's a dance party or it's a quick 15 minute walk with your dogs or, or the push up thing. Um, those small things even will teach your brain that what you're doing is important because you'll feel the energy, you'll feel the increased endorphins, you'll, you'll see the abil- ability to focus and your brain will connect that to your body. Gotcha. So like you'll want to do it. It'll. Yeah. Okay. Those become the part of the positive reward that follows the movement, right? To in, in habit speak. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so so far we've got just to recap real quick. We have gratitude, um, writing down three things that you're uh, grateful for. Then a little journaling, reliving a positive experience, and then exercise ten to fifteen minutes. Move your body, whether it's like a dance party, a yoga, some squats, some push-ups, a walk with the dogs, a run, whatever it is. Whatever it is. And then what's next? So this one is both a buzzword uh, right now, or maybe for a little while, but it's, it's meditation. And I first found this like really daunting and I expected to be sitting in like, you know, yo- typical yoga pose and like become enlightened real quick. And um, the best description I found for meditation is because I thought you're supposed to clear your mind, right? I thought that was the purpose and you are, but it's focusing on your breath which is the key point number one, and then letting your thoughts pass through without judgment. And so I think that's something that isn't necessarily always taught in, in meditation classes that I've taken or certain apps that you can just download without any kind of background. But um, my meditation teacher was, she said that, and she was like, we're just noticing that you're, really wanting coffee and then you let it pass and then you go back to focusing on your breath. Um, and so we're, we're only going to do this for two minutes in the morning. So two minutes breathing in, breathing out. Um, some people are really visual. So what I found super helpful is to breathe in and imagine you're breathing in the color blue through your nose and then you're breathing out the color red. Hmm. And and that like allows me to actually focus and do it. My thoughts will still come in, but then I always, you just always kind of come back to the breath. I wonder how many people are breathing in blue and blowing out red right now, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was. And I really, like, I really, I can picture that. Like, yeah. and there's, I, I don't know if this was intentional, but the color association was like, blue is like invigorating and light and airy and like positive and red feels a little bit heavier. And um, I don't want to say bad but like negative no, like right. like so to breathe in the good stuff and exhale exhale yeah I, I see the red like, stuff is like I'm a dragon like power <laughs> oh I kind of like that too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah and I love that you say like two minutes like start, yeah I was gonna there. say is there um is there a reason behind like the order and the time frames um because I've recently gotten into meditation and I'm trying to be consistent and I'm not super consistent right now but I'm working on it and 
I know that I always try to do at least 10 minutes and I don't know why. I just, I just, I just think I should do at least 10 minutes for some reason. I think that I'm sure there's probably like research out there that shows like optimal um, whatever, but I think there's like certain people like Sting. I think he meditates for like eight hours a day or something. <laughs> Just like I don't know what yeah. else he does, but um, I think it for me. I could. There's no way I could do ten minutes, um, which maybe says something about the where my brain is at focus wise. Um, so I don't. I don't really know how to answer that. I'm sure there is something out there. Maybe I can do a little poking around. I'll look into it. Look into it. Um, but the idea is that you know, we come from such a society or culture where multitasking was like championed for mm-hmm. so long. And I feel like it was like, I always say this, I feel like it was such a 90s thing that you'd write on your resume or like late early 2000s, you know, mm-hmm. ability to multitask. Whereas now you would write like, can stay focused on one thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and I think just in mommy culture, that's uh, that high productivity and multitasking is still very much like... Uh, you know, I can cook dinner, I can have a baby on my hip, I can be listening to a podcast and can texting with a girlfriend and changing a diaper <laughs> all at one time, you know, like, um, and that is just the reality of our lives. But um, being able to like really turn inward and focus on what your thoughts are, what your breath is, and just having that moment where you're just doing like just one thing. Just one thing, yeah. Just one thing can be really good too. Awesome. Okay. So is there just one thing left on the morning routine? I feel like all of this is like way more doable than I imagined. (laughs) Right. It's less scary. Yeah. Um, So the last thing is acts of kindness. Um, And there's acts of kindness, like everyone's heard of random acts of kindness where you buy coffee for the guy behind you in Starbucks. Um, But I like to keep it super simple. Um, and so this, this idea is you can either write a positive text message or just shoot someone a quick email thanking them or saying how proud you are of them for X, Y, Z, um, which I really like. And this is what they kind of talk about in that TED Talk. Um, but what I found is if you do this for longer than 21 days, um, and I have like a pretty good circle, I have a pretty decent network, but like you run out of people that you feel comfortable being like, hey, I really appreciate you and 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 whatever just that quick little message um so i like to flip that into conscious acts of kindness so it's not random acts of kindness it can be but it's also just being aware that you're doing something kind so if you're holding the door open for someone you could think of that as yeah whatever like i know i learned my manners or you could consciously think of that as an act of kindness i um Love this, and of course, when you think when you said um, buying people coffee in Starbucks, I swear I'm always the person that gets their coffee paid for and then feels obligated to pay for the coffee behind, and their voice had like a twenty dollar tab. And right. I'm like, oh. Damn. Um, but I do think like just a simple text message it could be a really great place to start. Again, low on the time investment piece. Um, so if you're cramped for time in the morning, it already feels chaotic. It doesn't take a lot of time, but, um, what's the reason behind that? Is there, is, does that do, I mean, selfishly, what does it do for me (laughs) to send a note to, so, I mean, I can imagine it makes the other person feel warm and fuzzy, but, um, it's it's kind of putting the, um, the act of gratitude and the movement and or exercise we do into an exercise so it's combining the two things and doing 
doing something that someone would be grateful for. Um, so it's again, creating action out of some of the other things that we, we tackled in the first four steps of the routine. And so I think Lauren, maybe you started to ask about this. Um, is there a reason behind the order of this or can you mix and match? You know what? I'm, okay. I'm fully for mix and matching. Okay. Um, I, I think that the first one, the three things that you're grateful for, that has had the most research behind it to show an improved mood. So if that's what you're going for, then, um, which I think everybody, if you ask them, like, would you want to be happier? They would say, yeah, of course. Like, mm -hmm. who, who would turn that down? So I don't, I don't think the order necessarily matters. And some people um, really notice that the movement for 15 minutes makes their day better. So they end up just doing that. Some people know that the meditation is what they need. And so they just focus on that. So like best case scenario, we can do all five of these things. I don't, I don't do all five of these things. Um, I try to, I try to get as many in as I can. Um, when I was back to Tim Ferriss, when I was reading his little article about it, he ha I think he had a really great perspective. He was, he had, I think five or six elements to his morning routine as well. And he said, I'm shooting for two, three, maybe four. And if I can do some of this, most of the days I know that I am like gonna, I'm, I'm starting the day off on a good note. And that if I don't get all five, it's not failure. It's just like, I didn't, you know, like, it's kind of just like a point. It's like, I'm just trying to check off a couple, you know? Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, which takes the pressure off, like, again, going back to that all or nothing mindset. Like, I can't do the whole checklist, then I'm not going to do any of it. Like, what do you have time for? Right. What do you have time for? And what did you find to work for you? So say you could do all five for a week. Um, but then you're like, you know what, I really like the acts of kindness and the exercise. Yeah. So when you started this, Mackenzie, did you do it all, all at once or did you start with just one thing? I went gangbusters and I did, <laughs> <laughs> I did all five for 60 days. What was your experience after 60 days? Um, that I realized how many, um, barriers came up for me. Um, so thinking of three things to be grateful for, for 60 days, I was like, Oh, am I ungrateful because I can't think of something new, <laughs> you know, and then you kind of aspire, you can spiral into this mindset um, that I could easily make excuses. So it wouldn't always be first thing in the morning. Um, but I would still be proud of myself that I got it done. And so what I did was I had just a, a, a square that had um, 60 boxes in it. And Seinfeld did this. So he called it the chain or the link something like that and he would x off on a calendar i think it's the chain um how he would write every day and his goal was to never break that chain right and so i feel like um for building a habit that you really want to create having something visual like that where it almost feels like you're getting a gold star <laughs> is um is helpful and so yeah. but since then i i don't i don't do all of them every day yeah, it was just kind of you were just running a test test on yourself. Yeah, uh, we have something similar uh, in our Balance Three Sixty Five program. We have habit trackers because that visual representation, like just marking just that, it off. can be yeah. really, really rewarding. Like I did the thing, 
like, I did the thing. I did the thing that I said I was going to do, and I'm going to check it off. And that checking it off feels so dang good. It does. And like lists, like to do lists are real. You get endorphins. It's the same. Like you, you, your brain spikes when you're able to check things off. Yes. Yeah. Here's mine. And I make, <laughs> I like to make little boxes. You're, Mackenzie, you're, you're on here. And I love to um, check off the box. Like, gosh, that fe- there's nothing feels better than checking off those boxes or crossing that list off. Like, yeah. Sometimes I put things on there that I've already done just so I can cross them off. <laughs> totally. I posted about this on Instagram the other day. And I did you? I call it the ta-da. ta-da. Yes, I saw yeah. that. Oh my gosh, I love that. We need to reshare that because the the I oh, I remember reading that now that you said that, and it was you said write all the things that you have done, and now it's called the ta-da list. Like I was like ta-da, <laughs> like I did this. <laughs> You feel so accomplished. Oh, yes. And that feels good. And really speaking about in the context of routines, um, doing something just really small and starting your day off like, look, I said I was going to do this thing and I already did this thing. It's like can just snowball. Like, okay, look, I already I already yeah. did this one thing. I can do this other thing. Um, and I, I think like for me, that's making my bed. Um, that's just part of my morning routine. Like it, I cannot go in and out of my room without that like distraction. Like it's just like a visual distraction to me. So if I just make my bed and it's like, okay, see, look, like everything just can't crawl in now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I can lay on top of it, (laughs) pull the covers over it, but, um, yeah. But I think again, just to echo, um, you have some some really great elements in your morning routine. Just to recap really quickly one more time, um, you start off with gratitude, making a list of things that you're thankful for, being as specific as possible. Spend a few minutes journaling, reliving a positive experience throughout your day. Um, exercise 10 to 15 minutes, just move your body in a way that feels good to you. Then start uh, do some meditation, focusing on your breath, your thoughts without judgment. Even as little as two minutes is good enough. And then acts of kindness. Was there uh, a number? Did you give? Did you prescribe a number, or was it just for acts of kindness? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that can be like a two minute thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's basically the fifteen minutes of movement is the bigger one, mm-hmm. um, and then the rest are like two to five minutes. And so you said in total, this takes you about 23 minutes. 23 minutes. To be exact. (laughs) Start to finish. (laughs) Yes. And again, if you're a woman in a position where you already feel like your routine or your mornings are just chaotic, don't feel like you have to add all this in at once. You can, like Mackenzie did. um, Or you can incorporate your family in on it. Maybe your family discusses acts of kindness or maybe you do the – um, you know, I'm just spitballing here. Maybe you do the uh, journaling, you're reliving the positive experience as a family or as, you know, like. I mean, get ideas from each other, like make it a group thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so you, but you know, the other elements really, as you said, they're, they're small time investments, um, but have research has shown that they can have the power to rewire your brain to a more positive state of mind. And as you said at the beginning, when you're in a more positive state of mind, you can fire on all cylinders a lot more efficiently. Like you could, you're just, you're more better at problem solving. You're, um, I can't even remember all the things that you listed. And then that uh, professor listed as well in that Ted talk, which again, we'll link, but it's, it's just wild. And that's why I do really recommend, like, so I get my clients all do this routine. <laughs> and they, you know, it's like part of their, their first piece of homework is to implement this routine. Um, because I do believe it, it 
I do believe it works because one, I've tried it, but also because the research shows that it, that it works. And so um, there's a lot of information out there. Right. And so that's kind of how I operate in just because of my background, I think in psych, but that's how I seek to put the best information in front of my clients or, or um, out there is just to see what has been proven to work. Yeah. And you know what else comes to mind, Lauren, is when we were in San Francisco, uh, a mentor of ours gave us the five minute journal. And mm-hmm. yeah. do you remember that? And I think it com- yep. kind of combined the gratitude. I started off with, yes, there it is. Yeah. You, have it. <laughs> you have it. And that, that combines, um, the grad, the grad, a couple of the elements in there for you. And it just kind of lays it out and it has AM and PM, right? Yeah. It's clearly been a while since since I I did I did start it, um, but you know Same. you know you know what I'm really honestly really excited about is um, I, I've already decided I've already I'm committing <laughs> to not picking up my phone not turning on my phone until the kids are I get my kids dropped off at school because that I know I can feel it overwhelming Ooh, me in the morning. Good. I might join you in that. I might put it on. So I've been wanting to put my phone on airplane mode when I sleep and then leave it like that. And then I'm always worried, like, what if something happens and people can't reach me? So I have to, like, deal with that. That anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. And that anxiety is real. Like, I, before I lived here, I lived on the island, um, Vancouver Island. And where I lived, I got American cell reception. So I didn't get cell reception unless my roaming was on. And my power went out. So I had no internet and I had no cell reception. And I was just like, huh, you know, like it was such a weird experience to be like fully unplugged and like kind of forced into it. I was like a 30 minute drive to the nearest town. Mm. Um, And so it was a really cool, like almost forced (laughs) experiment to like sit with how that made me feel and then realize, whoa, like I'm, I'm very anxious. And do I want to feel like I'm attached to my phone? And that, that was the catalyst for me. I think, um, the new iPhone update that I just got has like a screen. Why are you shaking your head? Because I, I know what you're going to say and I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it? No, but go ahead. It's why I haven't updated my... my. <laughs> it has like a screen time thing. But what it does is you can set screen free hours. So like you can set the hours where like all your apps won't work. And the only thing that works is like text messaging and phone calls. And I think I might try that. I just really like you can override it though okay well Sorry. that's what I would do all the time <laughs> yeah I know I've done that before. I do. all the time um I really do like the idea though of just I think that's a super simple change that I could that I could make tomorrow is yeah. starting my day off in a more like proactive positive mindset instead of being so reactive and I, I don't remember uh where I was reading this but they were just speaking about um how you know a lot of times we have this like urgency or anxiety about responding to emails right away or whatever and it, oftentimes it's yes. it's like a reaction to other people's procrastination it's like you know they decided not to email until this time and now you feel obligated and it just sets off this whole like domino effect to where you feel like you're just like ah I gotta do all this right now versus okay I'm just like I'm cool I know I've got my stuff together and I'm just gonna open my phone up when I'm ready to process all of it versus process it and then like oh now I'm gonna start my day with you know just uh just make sure you respond to my slack messages okay (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> of course, you'll probably just text me or call me if I don't respond. If I don't respond. 
I, that that's me. I I joke that I'm team no chill. So if I don't get a response right away, you can rest assured that I will be <laughs> trying to connect with you via Instagram DM, Facebook Messenger, text <laughs> message, phone call, FaceTime. <laughs> Anyways, okay, Mackenzie, this was so wonderful. I you know I think. Uh, when we think of morning routines, we do think of things like, okay, we're going to get dressed, we're going to brush our teeth, we're going to make our bed, we're going to um, pack our lunch, you know, that sort of stuff. And this was um, on a much deeper level than that. I'm all that about could, that. Let's yeah, go deep. Yeah. Yes. I really mm-hmm. appreciate that it was quick too. Like I think of morning routines, I think of like you need to journal 10 pages and that just like a hard pass for me. But this seems doable for sure. Yeah. Even if I can't do it all, all the time, because I do have a four-year-old and a one-year-old and right. they, they don't always sleep until even six. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm fully aware that like moms, you need your sleep. So I'm not in any way suggesting that, but if you can incorporate the kids or, you know, when they're dropped off at the school, then you dive into this stuff. Um, I think it'll, you know, I got shivers when you were talking about like maybe incorporating the kids to do that because just imagine how they're going to walk through the world now, like right. being grateful for things in the morning. And if you start them doing that at like age seven, like just imagine what they'll grow up to be like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, and so, you know, the big takeaway is make it work for you. Like this, these were all really good ideas um, and suggestions. And again, make it work for you. And if you want to continue the discussion on morning routines um, and you aren't already a part of our free Facebook group at Healthy Habits, Happy Moms, uh, please do this because I think our community is, I know our community is going to have some really great additional ideas on uh, elements to include or how they've made this their own or how they've made it work for them. So thank you so much. This was so much fun. I enjoyed it. We'll have have, have to have you back uh, again soon, but maybe we can discuss like um, mur- murder mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would really go well with Balance 365 Life Radio slash murder mysteries. <laughs> yes. It's an obvious pairing. Uh, clearly. No brainer. Okay. Thank you, Mackenzie. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by our online coaching course, Balance 365. If you're ready to say goodbye to quick fixes and false promises and yes to building healthy habits and a life you're 100% in love with, then check out our program at balance365.co to learn more.